0: world we're living in, I feel like far too many Christians are asleep, and including myself. I know I need to be awakened. And I'm convinced many of us today need awakening. I'm convinced our nation needs an awakening. I'm talking about a spiritual awakening. I'm convinced our churches need to wake up, and our community needs to wake up. And I've been thinking of that. God's really burnt my heart about that subject. Awaken. Wake up. And, uh, you know, uh, this past week I had uh, a little hour, a couple of hours to gather some limbs together and try to burn them off. We cut down a couple of trees in our yard and at time's running out as far as the fire band of Brother Kevin. And I think May the 1st is the last day you can burn any limbs or anything. And anyway, so I got these limbs and t- I piled them up, two trees, one's a pine tree, one's a sweet gum. And anyway, uh, so I, Put a little gasoline on them and lit that fire. It was about like this, the limbs and stuff. And uh, anyway, and uh, it ran, it, you know, blazed up okay for a while. But then I noticed the fire simmered down. And it looked like it was about to go out. It didn't burn very long. And I was thankful to God. A wind, a gust of wind came by and it blew the flames to ignite it once again. And the Lord spoke to my heart, said, Son, that's how we get. That's how a lot of Christians we get. We get get tired. We get stressed. We get worried. (laughs) We get, uh, you know, distracted. We get a bad attitude. And if we're not careful, we can let the fire of faith in our heart simmer down. And we need, I need, you need the Holy Spirit of God to breathe on us to bring life to us to awaken us and that's what revival is all about Lord wake us up Lord uh, uh, stir our hearts and that's what we're going to believe God's going to do these days speaking of stirring up and waking uh, brother Stewart you sang a moment ago your, your uncle I didn't know that he had passed away but I talked with a lady after I left the home of Danny Wilde, got the call early Thursday morning and went over to the house, and Danny, unknowing to anybody, just didn't wake up on Thursday morning, 70 years old, and uh, the Lord knew that uh, his time was up, but at any rate, I left the house and went to the nursing home up in Social Circle and shared the Word of God. I said, I'll be back to the family, and l- went back later that afternoon, but I said that to say this, a new lady had joined this assisted living home and Alzheimer's and I noticed she was sitting in her wheelchair and after sharing the message, I went up to her and said, ma'am, I don't think I know you, Uh, you're new here. She said, yes, I am. I said, "Uh, can I tell you or ask you rather, I said, my name's Randy and uh, they call me Pastor Randy and. I held my hand out to shake her hand. And I said, what's your name? And She looked at me and said, my name is Eve. I said, what? She said, my name is Eve. I said, really, Eve? Wow. I said, do you know what Eve means? She said, yes, I know what Eve means. It means the mother of all living. I said, wow, your name is Eve. I said, by any chance, you happened to be married to Adam, were you? And she said, no, I let him go a long time ago. All right. Uh, Anyway, I said, well, praise the Lord. Uh, Adam didn't have any competition, nor did Eve with in-laws. But I'm talking about waking up. I'm talking about stirring the saints of God. Awaken, awaken. Uh, Do you need awakening this morning? i got a feeling most of us, probably 99.9% of us, need to be awakened. We've gotten spiritually sleepy. And by the way, here is why it's so important for you to be here. Every time as we gather tonight, why? Your spiritual life is important. How many believe your spiritual life is more important than money? It's more important than your job? It's more important than anything else. Your spiritual life, how many agree with me? It's the most, if you don't agree with me, I'm telling you as your pastor, I love you. But your spiritual life, it has to do with your relationship with your marriage. It has to do with your relationship with your children. It has to do with everything else. Your spiritual life. How are you spirit? Y'all look up here. How are you spiritually? Are you where you ought to be spiritually? Are you where you ought to be spiritually? How many of you need to wake up? How many of us need? I'm telling you, I need awakening. I need awakening. By the way, look at this. Awaken means to rouse from sleep. There's the definition. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! We live in a sleep world. That's what revival is all about—to uh, arouse. Uh, out of our sleep uh, and to cause to stop sleeping, Christians are asleep. And for, for the sake for the record's sake, uh, it 's easy to stay in a sleepy state. I 'm telling you, I know, and because it 's easy for me to just to get ease in Zion. So how do I become spiritual awakening? How do I become spiritual awake? God, if I find myself sleeping, what do I need to do? I want you to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And uh, here we're going to read the text. If you'd like to stand, read the Word of God. Here's the message, and I want you to listen very carefully. And I believe that God is wanting to wake us up. And I'm believing the Lord is going to do that in these days. 1 Corinthians 15. Now, this is the great resurrection chapter. And you know it has to do with the resurrection of yesterday. Christ died for our sins, was buried the third day, rose again. It has to do not only with our, uh, our uh, resurrection of yesterday, but it has the resurrection of today that we'll be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And then it has to do with the resurrection of tomorrow. Uh, in the twinkling of an eye, Christ will come again. But I want you to please zero in. Uh, Katie, I'm not sure what happened with the PowerPoint, but do you mind clicking that back on? I may have clicked it off. Um... And 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to read one verse. I know our time is slipping away from us. I don't have but a few minutes. Bear with me just for a few moments. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 34. 1 Corinthians 15, 34. Are you there? Everybody there? Okay, very good. Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. One more time. Awake to righteousness. Let's say that together. Awake to righteousness. One more time. And sin not. Let's say that together. And sin not. One more time. For some have not the knowledge of God. Let's say that together. Is God speaking to your heart right now? For this I speak this to your shame. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Some have not the knowledge of God. You get the picture? Are you connecting the dots? When you and I get awakened, sinners will come to Jesus. Awake. When we're sleepy and when we're at ease in Zion and slack in our spiritual life, we become a hindrance to lost people coming to Christ. And that's what he's saying. Awake to Righteousness. And sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. Our Father, we come now in the name of Jesus. I bless you and praise you for your grace in our life, your forgiveness of our sins. I thank you for the blood of the Lamb. I thank you, Father. These days are so important. And Lord, we're facing, and I know our people are facing, and everybody here is facing all kinds of challenges and all kinds of obstacles and all kinds dear lord of troubles and trials and stresses and pressures and we're asking God our father today and now and in the days to come if you tarry that God you'd uh, oh Lord awaken us oh God stir our hearts Lord please rend the heavens and release heaven's power on us Lord we've got to have your resurrection power we've got to have your glory in these days to serve you to make a difference as daddies and mamas and husbands and wives and grandparents and servants and Christians and preachers and deacons and Sunday school teachers oh God stir us up stir this nation up stir this community up oh God we pray you'll wake up Christians who are sleeping out in the, in the highways and aren't uh, uh, not even concerned about coming to church or, or serving you oh God somehow some way we pray that uh, you would visit homes even now as we gather together you burden our hearts to be everything we can be in these days you'll help us lord to kick out the excuses and lord the blame game and father god the lord you'd uh, lord give us grace to release the things that have come in our life that are keeping us from being everything you want us to be and lord ask me standing in the need of prayer and oh god i know other people are facing all kinds lord of things pulling on us to keep us away from our love our first love And being what we ought to be. So, God, do your mighty work in this church. Lord, do your mighty work in the hearts of your people today. We gotta have you. Lord, nothing else will suffice. Nothing else will get the job done. But we're trusting and asking and believing God. I pray you'll make us hungry. I pray you'll make us thirsty. I'm asking God that you'd stir us up and wake us up and Lord, uh, help us to set out and surrender and confess our sins and repent of everything and anything that's hindering us, unforgiveness and bitterness. And Father, all uh, Lord, uh, jealousy and judgmental spirits and critical spirits and things that block up your flow. Flow, Holy Ghost of God. And God, get all there is to us. I pray, Lord, uh, you'll not let us, uh, the Lord, be distracted but zero in on us. Oh, Father, we love you and bless you now and ask you God when all said and done thank you for victory in Jesus we praise you for those that have gathered but God we don't want to just gather just to smile and go home and be unchanged we want you to dig down deep we want you to take off the world of flesh and the devil we want you dear God I want you dear God to revive us to renew us to refresh us oh God to restore us back where we ought to be with you to serve you with gladness and to make a difference while we've got a little time. And so, Father, oh, God, we yield us fresh to you. Thank you now. What you're going to do and what you've already done in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Here's where we're going briefly. I've got to really condense this down. Bear with me. Three steps that I think will help you and me to be awakened. Three steps, are you ready for them? Number one, what are the reasons for being spiritually awakened? Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of god step two not only what are the reasons for being awakened in other words why should you and i be awakened you come to church today and you hear the preacher talking about being awakened and you're wondering well i don't need to be awakened what's he talking about who is he talking about what's the purpose of me being awakened i'm going to tell you why we all need to be awakened number two what are the results What is this going to mean? How is this going to affect me? What's this going to do to my family? How is this going to work out in my everyday living? Hey, there's some practical application to the results of being awakened. Oh yes, it's easy to be busy about the Lord's work, but our heart's really not in tune with God. And that's a great danger that I have and you have. As we come to church, as we just get in a, like a rat on a wheel, we just get to going and 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 serving and serving and singing and preaching and teaching and cooking and cleaning. And, and ushering but then we're not careful our hearts aren't really right with God while we're serving the Lord and we need to get back to be, do the main thing is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing and I'll tell you what it'll do you know what it'll do I'll tell you what it'll do number three the remedy or the recipe what is the recipe for being spiritually awakened here's where we're going in the message follow quickly number one What is the reason that you and I need to be spiritually awake? See, if you agree with me now, number one, awake to righteousness and sin not. Some have not the knowledge of God. Awake to righteousness. Say it with me one more time. Awake to righteousness. One more time. Wake up. It's high time to wake up. It's high time to get up. It's high time to stand up it's high time to light up it's high time to dress up and you know what I'm talking about some of you used to love Jesus so much you'd do anything for the Lord some of you used to love Jesus so much you'd stay up all night long and pray some of you used to love Jesus so much it didn't matter what it was what else was going on any game or or any hobby or any entertainment or any money or anything else would come on the back burner and you would had a passion for the Lord but you've lost that passion the fire is flickering and God the Holy Spirit's showing you and showing me that I get that way and you get that way number one it will give you watch this a good attitude how many know that when you're awakened you'll have a good attitude is there anybody here that needs a good attitude Uh, I'm preaching to myself thank you Jan thank you Melissa I'm preaching myself I know I need a good attitude My attitude needs to get corrected all the time. And if I'm not careful, I can develop a bad attitude. I'm telling you, some of us, we've been going to work, and I can look at you and tell you've got a bad attitude maybe today. And the things that have happened in your life, oh, listen, when we're awakened, we get a good attitude. Like the little boy one time, they said, uh, the teacher told him, it reminds me, she said, son, sit down. He sat down, he said uh, to his teacher in a disrespectful way, I'm sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. How many need a good attitude? How many need an attitude of gratitude? How many have been complaining? How many have been bickering? How many have been, uh, instead of counting our blessings, we've been whining about this, or we've been bellyaching about this? God, wake in the my heart. When you're awakened, you and I will have a good attitude. I need a good attitude. And the church said, we all need a good attitude. You know what I'm talking about. You can try to put on a fake if you want to to me. But I know God says our heart's deceitful above all things. Number two, why? When you're awakened, and that's why today we need to get with God. You've not had a good attitude, have you? You've been fussing and fighting. Come on, talk to me. You know what I'm talking about. You've, had, you've been mad you've been mad truth be known you've been angry and mad i know you're putting on the front and i know you've learned how to suppress it i know you've learned how to be sophisticated but deep down inside you're angry and deep down inside you're mad and deep down inside we need a good attitude but number two we need not only a good attitude we need a grateful spirit a grateful spirit we wonder why our children aren't grateful We wonder why they take things for granted. We wonder why our grandchildren uh, don't seem to appreciate things. Maybe because we don't appreciate God. I got a feeling, listen to me, we take God for granted. I wrote by a sign just the other day. It was at a church. You know what it said? It said, you think you have been taken advantage of. You think you are taken for granted. Think how God feels. The air we breathe is His. Hello? Hello? The water we drink is his, hello? The earth is the Lord's. Hey, look. That's why I need an awakening. That's why you and I need to wake up is we've not had a grateful spirit. We've not worshiped the Lord and said, God, I'm sorry for not praising you more. I'm sorry for not thanking you more. I'm sorry for uh, the little things that are bugging me and, and focusing on who and, and this person has said this and this person has not said this. And and Lord, I'm allowing things around me, my circumstances to rob me of Having a grateful spirit. God, I need to be awakened. I haven't been praising you lately. I haven't been spending time at your throne lately. Today I didn't wake up. God, I need to be awakened. Because I've not been grateful. We all get that way. Number three. When we're awakened and you need to be awakened. Will you wake up? You need to be wake up. We need to wake up. One, a good attitude. That's what a spirit. Awake to righteousness. Sin not. Awake to righteousness. Sin not. It's a sin to have a bad attitude. We all do it. Just confess it. Don't don't try to excuse it and, well, everybody's got a bad attitude. Well, everybody's not walking with God. How many want to walk with God? How many want the blessings of God? How many need revival? A grateful spirit. Number three, a giving heart. You know why I need you know why I need awakening? and Why you need awakening? Come on, let's be honest. It's because we need a given heart. How many of y'all went to sleep last night? How many of y'all slept last night? Can I ask a question? I don't know about you, but when I'm sleeping, I don't want to be bothered. My phone rings and, and I get text message, and I'm I'm fine. I'll answer. But when I'm sleeping and when you're sleeping, you want to go to sleep, right? Come on, y'all be honest. Don't don't try to be super spiritual here. When you're sleeping, you want to get sleep. Am I right? It's not a trick question. I don't want to be given when I'm sleeping. I won't rest. I won't sleep. Y'all get the picture? When you're spiritually asleep, you're not going to want to be given either. You're not going to want to be disturbed. That's why we need to be awakened. We are spiritually asleep. And we don't want anything to interfere with my schedule i don't want i have this plan i have this plan i'm going to do this i'm going to do this this week is going to interrupt your life and you're going to have a choice and i'm going to have a choice am i going to allow god to interrupt my life am i going to allow god to wake me up and not be my god we want to be our own god all right god i'll do this and this but god as far as control i got my schedule i got my agenda and 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 that's it to ask me to come to church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night or, or to go the extra mile or to be show up for, for something I've already planned. I planned this trip, God. That's why we need to be awakened. Oh man, that hits hard to me because I can always tell. Listen to me, see if you agree with me. I can always tell when God's in something. You know how I know? When I don't want to do it, I know God's always in it. When I don't want to do something and God's calling me to do something, God's required of me to do something. I don't want to do it. I've got too much to do. I've got other things I want to do. And, you know, I might get a, you know, giving spirit. Awaken us, Lord. Wake to righteousness, sin not. Some have not the knowledge of God. Guess what else? Number four, grace to forgive. When we're awakened, we will have grace to forgive. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Some have not the knowledge of God. Now listen, we've gotten real good about playing Christian, praying church. We've gotten real good about learning how to deal with stuff that makes us mad as a hornet and angry. And uh, I've had the privilege of being a pastor now over 30 years, and I know in my own life, and I know in the life of uh, most of God's people, the devil knows how to get our goat. He knows how to get your goat and my goat. and Buddy, he'll get your goat in a minute. And then all of a sudden, you're faced and I'm faced. Well, what am I going to do? Am I going to forgive? Am I going to move on? Am I going to let this thing go? Or am I going to just be a sleepy Christian and say, no, nope, I don't want to be bothered? Don't bother me, I'm asleep right now. I'm asleep, don't bother me anymore. But God says, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to move on. It's time to move on from that. You've been letting this thing eat at you, and that's why we need an awakening. That's why we need to wake up. It's because we're always faced day by day with having to forgive somebody. Can i tell y'all y'all listen i'm not a prophet or son of a prophet but i can almost guarantee you this week during our services somebody's going to say something or not they say something or do something that's going to make you mad a preacher a singer or a church member y'all listen to me i want you to write this down i will get mad this week and i will have to decide if i'm going to be a sleepy christian or an awakened christian now, you come back to what I just asked you to write down when you get mad and when you don't want to forgive and when you get on Facebook or, 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 you know, get on the phone or start talking to other people about what they did or what they didn't do. It shows we're sleepy Christians. Wake up. Why? Grace to forgive. I wish I could tell you if I had time to tell you about Danny Wilde and Danny and Helen Danny used to play tricks on his wife all the time. I told it yesterday. One time Danny cut his pants leg. The man that just passed away, we had his home gone. He tied his pants leg up under his lawnmower, of all things. He disengaged the blade. He put it in drive and gear. And he, he let the lawnmower drag him along the road. Uh, well, along the yard, rather. And he hollered to his wife, Helen! Come and help me, Helen. Help me, Helen. Meanwhile, the, the lawnmower's dragging him across the yard. She comes running outside with curlers in her hair and she said, Danny, what in the world's going on? And she saw him being drugged by the lawnmower, thought his leg was caught up under the blade. She said, Danny, her, her, her roller's out in the yard with a house coat on, running after Danny, her hair and rollers falling off her head. She said, Danny, if you're tricking me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm talking about forgiveness. I'm talking about, forget this, Danny one time called his sister, Sister Linda, at the bank. She works at the bank, and she said to Linda, she say, Danny disguised his voice. He said, this is a collecting agency. She works at the bank. she has been at the bank 30 years. She said, who is this? He said, is your name Linda Piper? Yes. You owe a lot of money, and I'm, you're turned over to collecting agency. You now you're encyclopedias. She said, I don't have any encyclopedias. He said, is your name Linda Piper? Yes. Do you live on Henderson Mill Road? Yes. He said, we've got your number, we've got your name, and now you're in big trouble. She said she got so mad at the bank, she threw a fit right there at the bank in front of everybody. And finally, Danny said, this is just Danny. (laughs) Forgive. And today, that's what we got to be faced with. Forgive. Number five, go the extra mile. When we're awakened, we go the extra mile. I'm telling you this week, God's calling you and me to go the extra mile. Y'all listen to me. As a church, I got confidence in you. I do. I got confidence in you. Many of you are so dependable. I praise the Lord. I don't hesitate a moment to call you, to ask you to do something. And and I try not to, but I got confidence in you. Listen to me. New Rocky Creek Baptist Church is going to be going through a test today, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're right in the middle of a test. You know what the test is? God sending people from Florida and Georgia going to come here, watch this, to support our camp meeting. Isn't that a blessing? They're just coming to be a blessing. Many of them aren't going to sing. Many of them aren't going to preach. But they're just coming to be a blessing to us. And you know what they're going to be doing? They're going to be watching and saying, hmm. Them folks at New Rocky Creek, they sure know how to love. They sure know how to give. I guarantee you, Stuart, I'm going to put you on the spot. You and Michelle go to a lot of these camp meetings. And you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I go to these camp meetings. And, and I go, and you know, it, they're always a blessing, but I look around and see who's serving. And I watch, I'm sorry, I, I'm, y'all forgive me. I watch and see what kind of attitude they got. If they're mean-spirited and mad, and you, you know, they're serving you food, here, take it. And they're fussing with each other in the kitchen. I got news for you i kind of want to just scoot on out can y'all hear me people are going to be watching you and you and me if you're here and i hope you will be supporting your church supporting jesus and and see we're in a test will you go the extra mile for the lord not for pastor randy but for jesus listen to me we're not teaching and preaching and ushering And serving in the nursery? Wait a minute. Garrett, I hope you're not singing for Pastor Randy. I hope you're not ushering. Buck, I hope you're not cutting the grass for Pastor Randy. I hope, Kevin, you're not teaching Sunday school and Jim, all that you do, and Ronnie. I hope that you're not doing it, Chris, for Pastor Randy. I hope you're doing it for Jesus. Katie, I hope you're not doing it for Pastor Randy. I hope you're doing it for Jesus. Right? Nancy? We got to get our focus on Jesus, not what Pastor Randy. See, already some of you are already shutting down when I'm asking you to come. I don't care what Pastor says. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Don't do it for Pastor Randy. Do it for Jesus. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Some have not the knowledge of God. But wait a minute. I want to tell you something else, and I've got to hasten here. When we are awakened, what are the results of being spiritually awakened? We just listed them. What are the I'm sorry, what are the reasons? What are the results of being spiritually awakened? Here, i got to go through this quickly. How many of you, y'all be honest. How many of you are going to be honest today? Let me see your hand. You're going to be honest. How many of you husbands and wives are facing challenges these days? Children, grandchildren, uh, jobs. We're all facing challenges. This week's going to be a busy week. And it's going to be a great week. But... When we are spiritually awakened, y'all listen now, please listen, please listen, spiritually awakened, husbands and wives are going to be renewed. And if ever was a time, I spent last week uh, about three hours, week before three hours at least, counseling, I spent a lot of time counseling, husbands, wives, premarital counseling, et cetera. And I don't know of a family, I don't know of a perfect husband and wife. Here's the deal, listen to me, when we're awakened, you know what the wives will start doing with their husbands when, they're, when we're awakened, spiritual awakened? You know what a man wants? Y'all men, look at me, please. Men, look at me. You know what a man wants? He wants to be respected. You wimps that didn't say, man, bless your heart. Amen. A man wants to be respected. You know where I get that? Ephesians chapter 5. Wives, see that she respect her husband. Ephesians 5, verse 33. Wives, y'all look at me. See, when awakening happens, you know what the men, you know what a woman wants? To be loved. Am I right? And some of us need to work on that. Notice I said us. Some of us need to work on that. Can I get an amen? I need to work on that, man. I'm busy. I was gone all day yesterday. Got in last night. Going to be gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's all right. I love it. I eat, drink, sleep. But meanwhile, Deanna's, you know, so, so I've, I'm telling you that I'm busy too, okay? And yet I know that when there's an awakening to happen, now y'all don't look at me like y'all aren't busy too. And don't look at me like you don't have issues too, all right? We're all in this boat. And there's nothing wrong with me and Dana. We've been married 37 years. I love her more now than I ever did. She loves me. I'm just saying we get real busy. And I don't hardly sometimes talk with her for about days. Hey, how you doing? Fine. She's working and going here and there. And y'all are the same way. Can I get a witness? You know what I'm talking about? You're busy. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. That's why these times coming together and praying together, putting an altar will alter many a family, husbands and wives. We need a breakthrough in our marriages. We don't have to just tolerate each other. Thank God we can have a little heaven in our home. But it's not going to happen unless we're awakened. Why? You know why? Y'all listen to me. Look at here just a moment. Because I am selfish by nature. And you're selfish by nature. And until I'm awakened, all I care about is me. My way. What I want. You know, oh, I'll act like I care. But if I'm not spiritually awakened, it's all about me. What I want. And you meet my needs. And you do what I want to do. And that's where we're at in marriages. And that's why we need to get to God today. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Thank you for being honest. Secondly. Parents and children, watch, husbands and wives need renewal. Husbands and wives, parents and children need to be reconciled. Y'all agree with me? You know what I'm saying is true. I don't have to ask you. I know it's true. Parents and children, ever seen a time, I read an article then this morning. You know what it said? It said that a man uh, was suing his mom and daddy for having him. A son was suing his mom and daddy for having him. I read that this morning. Now, that sounds far-fetched and it sounds silly, but the truth be known, a lot of parents and children have got some issues going on. You know what issues you've got going on? You know why you need to be awakened. Why? This is the result of awakening. Husbands and wives will begin to get renewed. I believe you need that. Parents and children will begin to reconcile. Hey, question, when's the last time you talked with all your children? When's the last time they told you they loved you? When's the last time they told you they appreciated you? When's the last time they came to just see you without wanting something? When's the last time your grandchildren picked up the phone and called you? When's the last time you got a card in the mail? buddy, that can eat away any daddy or mama or grandparent. It can eat away. All right, you that are sons or daughters, when's the last time your daddy called? you? When's the last time your mama sent you a card? I'm telling you, this is a result of awakening. Now we see the importance. Oh, Pastor Randy, you're right on target. Yeah, I see that our families are crumbling in America, in our community. No wonder the church is, is, is facing challenges. Get the home right in the church. Praise God, will be the result. Now, husbands and wives Renewed, parents and children reconciled, Christians restored. Can I tell you all something? I'm not being critical. Last week, we had Easter, Resurrection Sunday. Did you all have a good crowd last Sunday? We did too. Uh, Daniel told me, you know how many people were in the early service? How many people were in the early service? I, I don't mean like as in here. 113 people were here last Sunday morning. And there were 189, almost 200 people in the early uh, combined why am I saying that to say this turn around look at this Sunday (laughs) I'm not being critical folks I'm just saying all right right turn around look look all I'm saying is this what my point is this Christians need to be restored there's a lot of Christians that aren't coming to church I'm not bashing them I'm not I love them man, if I could go out there and pick them up and get them out of the mud, I'm going to pick them up and get them out of the mud and whatever i got to do to bring them to Jesus. And that's what awakening's all about. It stirs our heart to see other Christians who aren't in church and aren't serving God and they're they're miserable. Oh, they act like they're having fun, but they're really not. And and so when God awakens my heart, it gets me burdened for them to the point that I go and say, I'd like to invite you for church next Sunday can I pray with you right now that's why we need an awakening and then awake to righteousness sin not for some not have the knowledge of God awake to righteousness sin not why some have not the knowledge of God listen to me beloved if there's no other reason why we and you and I need to be revived and spiritual awakening is right here the loss to be regenerated you know what's going to happen I tell you what the lost do they're watching you and me they're reading us like a book we can play church all we want to we can act religious all we want to but when we get out there in the world and the way we treat people at Walmart when we go to Waffle House if we go hello or, or, or the way we act around church and with each other they hear what we say down at the schoolhouse they watch us in the neighborhood they know how we function and a lot of times there I'm right or wrong They're judging, they're basing if they want what you've got based on how you act and I act. What do they see in you? See your car home on Sunday night? I'm not being critical. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. They see you, they see, they see, oh, I love Jesus, and oh, I got all these signs out in my yard. But they're reading us like a book. They want to say, I hear what you're saying, but I want to see what you're doing. Loss will come to Jesus when we're awakened. Why? What are the reasons for being spiritual awakening? We listed them, a good attitude, a grateful spirit, a giving heart, grace to forgive, and go the extra mile. Next, what are the results of being spiritual awakening? Husbands and wives will be renewed. Parents and children will be reconciled. Christians will be restored. The lost will be regenerated. I don't need any other reasons why I need to be awakened. Man, that's adequate. That's enough. But wait a minute. What is the the remedy? What is the recipe for being spiritual awakening? If I need to be spiritual awakening, and you need to be spiritual awakened, what do I need to do, Pastor? Tell me what I need to do. Can I tell you what you need to do? Part-time Christians cannot defeat full-time devils, number one. Part-time Christians can't defeat full-time devils. How many of y'all know we're in a battle? <laughs> oh, yes. Jesus is coming. Wake up, shake up, clean up. I'll tell you what you need to do. Two things and I'm done. Number one, you ready? If you're ready, say I'm ready. I thought about this. I prayed about this. There's some things we've got to put on hold. Some things we've got to put on hold that are really important to us, but not maybe the most important thing to us. Watch this. Our everyday activities. This week, you're going to be put to a test. I'm going to be put to a test. Am I going to die to the flesh? Or am I going to put some things on hold? You know, somebody calls in. I'm going to put them on hold for a minute. Hey, I've got, I've got to cut the grass. I've got I've to I've burn these limbs and stuff. I've got to put some things on hold. Uh, but, but I got some schoolwork I gotta do. Yeah, get, get done. Do what you gotta do. Well, well I gotta I gotta watch this game. Put some things on hold. I, I've gotta I've gotta go shopping down you know, the store. Some things we're gonna have to put on hold. Why? Here's what revival's about, renewal's about. Here's the real acid test. God's going to require some changes. We've got to make some changes. I don't like that word. I hate that word. I don't want to hear that word. I'm in my comfort zone right now. I'm asleep and I don't want anybody else changing me. Leave me alone. Let me sleep. Let me rest. I don't want to answer any calls. I don't want to I'm asleep. I don't want any changes. I'm fine like I am. I'm doing what I want to do. Changes. You want to be awakened? God says you're gonna to have to have some changes, and I'm gonna to have to have some changes. That's right. And you're gonna be put to the test this afternoon when we gather tonight. You're gonna to be put to the test this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now I know some are providentially hindered, and some can't. They got other, you know, they're working and stuff. They got to work. I understand that. Or, or they got other, you know, I understand that. There's some providential things, but a lot of times there's not. We have to make some changes. And the church said, let's stand together. I love you. I appreciate you. I want us to join together and pray.